freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. We didn't pass it on to our children in the bloodstream. The only way they can inherit the freedom we have known is if we fight for it, protect it, defend it, and then hand it to them with the well-taught lessons of how they in their lifetime must do the same. And if you and I don't do this, then you and I may well spend our sunset years telling our children and our children's children what it once was like in America when men were free. Welcome to episode 76 of Gun Freedom Radio, where we engage, we educate, and we inform. We are sponsored by azfirearms.com, the biggest little gun shop in Arizona. I am one of your hosts, Cheryl Todd. And I'm Dan Todd. We have a great show. Whoop. Um, we have a we had a great show last week. So what do we have this week? So we have a greater show this week. <laughs> We have a, our theme is sharing the love by getting involved. And okay, Cheryl, you can explain that one. All right. Well, sharing the love by getting involved. Last year, uh, it was a similar theme. And as we are nearing on Valentine's Day, we Uh-oh. wanted to. Yeah, did you forget? You Uh-oh. better call the florist. Actually, I never let you buy me flowers, right? Because they die so fast. And you can't buy me a live plant because it'll die faster than the flowers. <laughs> He's thinking. I was thinking about getting something for the puppies. Oh, yes. We should get something for our puppies. Okay. Anyway, actually, speaking of puppies, we were just on our way into the studio. We stopped into uh, the pet store here in the mall that is connected to the studio. There is a cute puppy over there. Somebody get it before we do, please. He might be coming home with us. But I don't know how I can do that, actually, because we we might have a brand new baby coming into our family today. Um, our niece and nephew, Clint and Alexis Bishop, are expecting their very first, and we don't even know if it's a boy or a girl. So uh, she's uh, in the hospital right now. They've induced her, and... We could have a baby any minute now. You scared now. me for a second. You said, there's a baby coming, and I'm thinking, uh-oh, <laughs> this what? is awful quick notice. <laughs> I mean, give me a little bit more time than that, Cheryl. Oh, my goodness. Okay, back on track. Our theme, sharing the love by getting involved. It is nearly Valentine's Day, so we wanted to tie the theme of love into the show. Last year, it was sharing the love by breaking down barriers. This year getting involved. Time is our most finite resource and those things that we invest our time in show where our hearts truly lie. We've all heard the scripture verse. I know, don't get nervous. She's talking about scripture. This is quick. We've all heard the scripture verse from Matthew 6, 21. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Right? What greater love can we show than by preserving and passing along the values of one generation to the next? As the Ronald Reagan quote says at the beginning of every one of our shows, our values or treasures are only one generation away from extinction. If we drop the ball in our time, our children and our children's children will live in a world of the making of who? What voices out there are shouting the loudest for their attention? What ideals will take the place of yours and mine? If we haven't spoken up, reached out, and taken an interest in the, and an involvement in the future, someone else will. So, show your love to the future generations of America. America, this great and grand experiment in freedom and democracy... Show your love by protecting them and our values. Each of our guests today are examples of people doing just that. They and the organizations they represent are bridges from past to future. And as you listen to today's show, think and pray on how you can be a bridge in your own home, community, city, and state. Dan? Wow, pretty heavy, Cheryl. That was great. (laughs) Hey, uh, we've got a great show today. As I said earlier, our guest, our first hour, is Noble C. Hathaway. He's a president of the Arizona Rifle and Pistol Association. He's going to be here to talk about the Uh-oh. quasi-quincentennial. <laughs> Wait, what in, was that in, word? In regular words, that's 125th anniversary 
of the annual Washington's Day rifle shoot. And Cheryl, I've told you, I'm not going to tell you again, no big words on Saturday. Okay, I just got to hear you try again. What is it? That's it. I'm done. You know, I can't laugh because I'm not 100% sure myself, but Quasquicentennial? I don't know. We're going to have ask Noble. We're going to put him on the spot. Noble will know for sure. <laughs> wow. No more big words, okay? Okay. David Kopp. He's the president of AZCDL, the Arizona Citizens Defense League, which is where grassroots activists take a stand to get strong pro-rights bills into law. We have Tara Micha. Tara is an NRA lobbyist for New Mexico. Tara recently played a key role in help passing campus carry legislation in the state of Texas. Yay! Mm -hmm. This year, she is spending a lot of time in the New Mexico roundhouse fighting a pair of Bloomberg gun control bills that would criminalize virtually every private firearms transfer in the state. I'd like to see somebody in a ring with uh, Bloomberg. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. Our second hour, we have Christy Crawford. She's the chief op... He... She, yeah, she... I'm sorry. She is a chief operations officer of Shoots Like a Girl... Shoot Like a Girl's mission is to grow the number of women in shooting sports by empowering them with the confidence that comes from the experience of shooting. They accomplish this mission by traveling the country with a 54-foot trailer equipped with NRA-certified female instructors. Now, that's what I would like to pull over to the side of the road. <laughs> a 54-foot truck, uh, truck with female instructors teaching about guns. That's right? awesome. Seriously. Inside this innovative travel Traveling shooting range, ladies have the opportunity to gain the experience of shooting a pistol, rifle, and compound bow completely free of charge. And, you know, I got to sneak in there and do it, too. And mm -hmm. It was fun. We did it at Range Day in Las Vegas. So that's going to be fun to talk about. Mm -hmm. Chris Ching, he's History Channel's Top Shot Season 4 champion, a self-taught amateur and tech guy. Chris beat out 17 competitors and won a $100,000 cash prize. He's a pro marksmanship contract with Bass Pro Shop and the title of Top Shot. He is a media personality in the outdoor industry and the author of Shoot to Win. And Chris also was instrumental in the creation of NSSF's New Suicide Prevention Initiative. Mm -hmm. You, you uh, got involved with that a little bit last time, didn't you? Yeah, I got to go uh, during the SHOT show. They had a, um, a press release day, you know, a press announcement. And uh, last week we talked with Stephen Gutowski about it, who works for the Washington Free Beacon, and he had also written an article about it. And so if this is sounding a little familiar, that is why. And uh, it's interesting, Chris's connection with this. So stick around and, and hear that. Right. And in studio, we're going to have Ashley Lebinski, the, the Robert W. Woodruff curator for the Cody Firearms Museum at the Buffalo Bill Center of the West. Ashley is the first female firearms curator at the most prestigious firearms museum in the United States. And she has also just been awarded the prestigious NSSF POMA Grits Gresham Shooting Sports Communica Communicator of the Year Award. And we had the privilege of being there when she received that award. Yeah, that was really exciting. Because uh, I had not gotten to meet Ashley yet, but part of our staff had. Uh, she had been out here in Arizona, where we are. And she had gone to one of the gun shows that we were set up at and chatted with our daughter, Cassie, Todd Jamison, and our PR lady, Kim Bishop. And the three of them hit it off. And, you know, I was going to get a hold of Ashley and bring her on the show. And, you know, life happens and you lose track of things. And then we're sitting there in the audience at the SHOT Show, uh, the State of the Industry Dinner, and they're announcing this lady as the winner of this huge award and uh, Kim and Cassie both were like, oh, my gosh, there's Ashley. And so, um, you know, it's just funny how small the world really is. So <laughs> we're looking at each other like, are you going to say the next thing? I've said enough big words today. That's true. You're going to catch your breath. We also on today's show have our Responsibly Armed Citizen Report and Dan's commentary um, actually we i might it just depends on time i might actually push the responsibly armed citizen report that i had prepared for today till next week because 
his commentary is it's pretty good. It's going to take some time to get through. So. You know, I've had a pretty rough week this week, and so that commentary, I'm kind of angry about this one. Well, it's, it's a good thing we call it a commentary I know, and then I'm instead trying, of you know, a rant. I'm taking all my medication, trying <laughs> to stay calm. No, my medication is iced tea. That's but, true. But um, I'm trying to stay calm. But, you know, a couple things happened this week that really did upset me. I saw um, an older interview. It's when Eric Holder had hair. I mean, so, and he was on national TV. I think it's when he first became the attorney general. And he was on TV telling the American public that we need to get the gun culture out of uh, United States. And so we don't want to do this once a year. We don't want to get on people once a month. We need to get them on every single day. We need to tell them guns are bad. We need to get guns completely out of conversation and it just really upset me that our attorney general was doing this right like what does that possibly have to do with what he was hired to do right 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 he's trying to affect the culture of the country and vilify a tool that many many people use uh as a tool of defense and a tool for hunting right and he did it so that we didn't even realize it. You know, you start it slowly. Well, you can't draw a picture of a gun. You can't have a shirt with a gun on it at school. And, and so they're teaching our younger generation. Don't eat your Pop-Tart into a shape of a gun. But, you know, after five or six years, I mean, let's say a kid is eight years, you know, eight, ten years old, right? Mm-hmm. And you put ten years of this into their culture that guns are bad and guns are this. Well, guess what? They're going to vote now. Mm-hmm. And I think that was their plan, but there's too many people that believe in our Second Amendment right that believe that the reason we have guns is to protect ourselves from anyone or anything. Yeah, but do they ever speak up? Do they ever act on their beliefs? Do they ever... I think we... You know what? I do think there was a lot of speaking up this last year. In in the vote. Not even even before the vote. I think so, but I just think now, I really think apathy is going to be a problem that we have, and... One of our guests coming up, Dave Kopp, in our first hour, he's going to be talking about what a what a, a problem apathy is is yeah. already and will be because people feel like, okay, President Trump, he's going to take care of our gun rights, so I can go have a nap. I think we've seen a lot more people starting to speak up for what's right and uh, taking away the, you know, when we first started our, open our gun shop, we were kind of quiet about it when we met new people yeah we have a gun shop mm-hmm. you know and now we have a gun shop mm-hmm. and i think people are getting it they're not embarrassed mm-hmm. they're they're not afraid of of what's going on so i agree all right we have got to run to commercial real quick i do want to mention though that we you know we never tell people this but we are looking for a very select few advertisers and sponsors for the show and i've actually talked with a gentleman this week who is fixing to to, right come on as our ad sales agent his name is rob lamb so we're gonna be telling a little bit more about uh that and what opportunities you have to be a sponsor of different portions of the show and and put a tile ad on our website that's pretty important the website a lot of people look at that gunfreedomradio.com check it out so uh We'll be talking about that as we go on. If you have any immediate questions, you can reach out to Rob at GunFreedomRadio.com. Oh, we have love songs for Valentine's that Day. That sounds like I just won something. What did I win? <laughs> Stick around. You won a two-hour show. For the way you look at me. Oh, it's for the only one I see. Can you survive the legal aftermath of self-defense? Armed Citizens Legal Defense Network can give you peace of mind knowing that you have the financial and legal assistance to face this new threat to your liberty, your property, and your good name. Become a member today for just $135 a year. Join Armed Citizens Legal Defense Network today. ArmedCitizensNetwork.com Use the tracking code 15625 or Paul Lathrop. ArmedCitizensNetwork.com Don Collier here, letting you know that you won't get fool's gold at Potty Gold Auction. They're the genuine article. 
Potty Gold auctions off guns, coins, jewelry, and antiques of every kind. Stop in and see my friends Dan and Cheryl Todd in Avondale, Arizona for some live auction action. Or check them out on the web at PottyGoldEstate.com. And we're back with Cheryl Todd talking about the huge gun buying event at azfirearms.com. Oh, AZ, I get it, as in Arizona. Yes, but... Oh, or AZ, as in everything from A to Z. Well, yes, that too. But what I'm telling everybody about is that azfirearms.com is having a huge gun buying event to buy your old firearms all across Arizona and everything from A to Z. That's great news. See, my grandpa left me an old shotgun and it's just sitting on a closet shelf at home. So I can bring that into azfirearms.com and sell my gun. Absolutely. AZFirearms.com buys, sells, trades, and even consigns your old firearms. Any vintage, any style, military, long guns, handguns, hunting, or home protection. Single items or entire collections. We offer the highest value for your used firearms in a safe and friendly environment, staffed by knowledgeable people. AZFirearms.com is Knolltown Avondale off I-10 and Dysart Road. Come on down to the huge gun buying event every day through the end of the month at the biggest little gun shop in Arizona. And for all your firearm and ammo needs, visit AZFirearms.com. Welcome back to Gun Freedom Radio. A little bit of holiday music there. We've got Valentine's Day coming up and don't want anybody to get in trouble because they forgot. So, <laughs> you so know, all you have to do is do this. Cheryl, I love you. Dan, I love you too. Oh, wasn't that a great done? Great yes, right? Isn't that awesome? Yeah, we've never really been big on Valentine's Day, but it's fun to, you know, have the music and and be reminded once in a while, you know, to to put each other first. So. Anyway, this is Gun Freedom Radio, where we engage, we educate, and we inform. We are sponsored by azfirearms.com, your nationwide hometown gun shop. And our theme today, kind of piggybacking on Valentine's Day, is sharing the love by getting involved. And our first guest is Mr. Noble C. Hathaway. Noble is the president of the Arizona Rifle and Pistol Association, here to talk to us about the, I'm going to butcher this word, quasquicentennial, I don't know, Noble, if I did it right, 125th annual Washington's Day rifle shoot. How did I do with that word? Well, better than I could, I'm sure. All I just say is the 125th. <laughs> Easier. No, well, I agree with that. I tried to do that with Cheryl today, but she made me say that big word on a Saturday. I know. I had to look it up and you know and figure out the pronunciation and all that, but it's just easier to say twenty fifth. How are you guys doing? We're doing awesome, and we're so excited to have grabbed you for a few minutes. I, I you're out at a you're training today or something, aren't you? Yes, I am. We're doing our. Uh, Citizens Anti-Terrorist Survival Course today oh, in Prescott. Right. Ah, so yeah. awesome. Yeah. Do you have a pretty good turnout for that? Uh, we've got uh, 14, 16 people. Nice. And this yeah. is your very first go at it, so I would call that a a quasquicentennially <laughs> fantastic turnout. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that. Yeah. Now it, right. tur- it turned out well. So let's talk about this event, 125 years in a row, the annual Washington's Day rifle shoot. Uh, Mm -hmm. When is it? How do people get involved? Uh, And how on earth has this been around since longer than Arizona's even been a state? Well... Let me let me kind of address that. Uh, number one, uh, the the word match is scary to a lot of people, mm. and uh, I know it was to Danny when when he came out there last year. <laughs> but we me. got him calmed down. <laughs> but uh, what what this is is a, is a celebration more than anything, and uh, we want you to come out and bring your service rifles, uh, meaning older military rifles, newer military rifles. You'll see a lot of AR-15s out there, uh, Springfields, M1, Garands. Uh, uh, car- carbines, you'll see just about anything out there that's military, Mausers, uh, AK-47. But that's really what it's made for. It's all fired at 200 yards. It's it's very benign. And we want people to just come out and have fun. There's a lot of food out there, a lot of really good people. 
uh, I'm really, really afraid of something, and that's that uh, with all the shooters we're going to have out there, the 300 or so uh, shooters, that we're not going to be able to, to hear that cannon of yours. Oh, no So I want no you to worries. load that baby up. Okay. <laughs> but anyway, no, I'm just kidding about You'll that. You'll hear it. Uh, <laughs> listen, the, uh, the, the wonderful thing about this, um, we have record of this match being fired in 1892 or three. I can't remember now in the Salt River somewhere um, in line or, or directly south of the, the Papago. And uh, it was shot, from what I have been able to figure out, it was shot in right in the Salt River uh, for many, many years. And then um, as World War II approached, or actually after World War II, when they started uh, moving prisoners of war into the Papago there, uh, they did not do that. And we don't know where it was held, but we know it was still held. And then about 45 years ago, we believe it was it was moved up to the uh, the old Phoenix Rifle. Um, I can't remember Phoenix Rifle and Gun Club up off of I-17 before I-17 was there. And then uh, 30 plus years ago, it was moved up to the Ben Avery Shooting Complex, which you know is the world's finest and largest uh, civilian shooting range. Um, it's uh, this match is for uh, although it started out with military. Uh, and um, uh, kind of transitioned into uh, bringing in civilians and law enforcement and uh, uh, families and grandparents and, you know, everybody else. It started transitioning into that about 40 years ago, and now it's a, a big event. We'll have multiple, multiple generations of folks out uh, to shoot and eat and have a good time. You can bring your awnings out, your, uh, uh, your folding chairs, and just have a wonderful day, wonderful day, and meet lots of really nice folks. It's... I've got a few state representatives that's going to be shooting with me on the uh, uh, president's team this year, and I want you to everyone to come up and say hi, and uh, we're just going to have a great time, great time. Fantastic, and it really is wonderful, and you, you really, I am proof that you need zero skill at shooting those particular kinds of firearms, because anytime I go out shooting, it's for personal defense, you know, it's kind of you know, close and it's pistols, you know, these kind of things. I never shoot like the AR platform. So when my scorecard came back from last year on, as, as you were so generous to put us on your president's team, I wasn't sure if they were saying that I got uh, like zero scores or if they were so amazed that the judges just kind of wrote, ooh, across so i don't know i didn't see your score <laughs> i don't know noble you can, but you can tell people whatever you want to tell them no, i don't care noble the people next to us they yeah. really appreciated cheryl hitting their targets <laughs> i know that yeah yeah because yeah, she probably gave them a neck yeah you know? probably yeah. I, you know i'm uh, here to serve so. you know it was the first time it was the very first time i've ever shot in a match and i'm 61 and i'll tell you i was looking forward to this year and it's fun it, it it's is great fun. Fun. It is. yeah it is Hey, one other thing I wanted to tell you, uh, we have a wonderful partnership, and we have for many, many years with um, Arizona State Game and Fish. And my good friend, uh, Director Larry Voiles, uh, is going to be firing your cannon to fire the first shot for this uh, momentous 125th quasi-quasi-whatever it's called <laughs> uh, anniversary match. And uh, it's that a great awesome. honor to have Director Voiles out there. Uh, they've been so good to the state association for, for decades. And they're good partners, and uh, uh, Larry's really graciously uh, accepted that invitation to come out. Uh, maybe I had to push him a little bit. No, I really didn't. He's very <laughs> grateful to be able to come out, and he's going to be saying a few words of, uh, you know, um, uh, making just making sure everybody's comfortable out there. And and we're just so grateful for everybody and the partnerships with you guys and Game and Fish and and our directors of the match. And it's just been a wonderful, wonderful journey for 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 uh, over a century. We're honored to be able to do that. And should I take some extra rounds? <laughs> just uh, one shotgun blast, right? Or are we going to just... I think, you get, I think you get three. Uh, oh, you mean our, uh, the cannon? Yeah. You know, I, I bring as many as you want. I don't know if the, uh, you know, uh, I don't know. Well, they might bring down the National Guard or something on us. I don't know. But, uh, <laughs> they might. No, I, I think, I'll tell you, it's, it's going to be a wonderful ceremony, opening ceremony. We'll have colors and uh, our our junior teams um, will be out there, and they, you know, they're quite good. And we send them to Camp Perry every year, and they sell raffle tickets for these these wonderful uh, M1 Garands from the CMP. And this is how they raise money at this match to go back to the national matches at Camp Perry every year. So 
just coming out and supporting them and making a small donation, even buying their food that they'll be cooking, uh, helps them to get to Camp Perry. And these were wonderful kids. They win scholarships uh, to, uh, you know, the military academies, full shooting scholarships, and they're just, their academics are incredible. And uh, you'll come out and just be able to meet some wonderful young folks, which are our future. Noble, is there any way that people could still sign up for this thing? Yes, they can, I think, until uh, Wednesday night. They can go to ASRPA.com, and you'll see, um, among many other things on there, everything we're talking about here. But there's a big picture of George Washington holding a 1903 Springfield. And you just click on that picture, and you can go uh, to our secure shopping cart. That cart will show you all the different options. You can buy a team. You can buy individual. You can buy lunch. There's also a practice clinic on Saturday, the day before the match, with a squatted practice afterwards. So come out if you're brand new to this. If you don't even own a firearm, we actually rent AR-15s and M1s, and we have, I think, one or two left uh, to rent for the match. And uh, you'll learn how to use it safely uh, at the clinic, and then you'll go out and fire it, and then you'll come ready Sunday morning to, to win the match. So how he, how young can a person be to come out with a parent? Well, you know, we were discussing that over the last week or so. Um, I, you know, the youngest person I've ever seen out there was about 12, 13 years old. Yeah, they were sense. firing firing their own uh, rifle. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I don't I don't see anything wrong with a with a younger person participating as long as the uh, uh, legal guardian or the parent would be right there and then have total control of that firearm. Absolutely. Um, but it, it, it's very fast paced. And there sometimes, as you know, uh, it might be kind of hard for a, for a very young person, you know, to have a lot of fun. They might be under a lot of pressure, but I, I, you know, we've never, we've never really turned anybody away, but uh, That's right, it's, it's, uh, it, it's, it's good for any age. I think if any, Anybody could sit down there and they understood sight picture and they could hit the target 200 yards away. They'd probably be mature and old enough to do it. Right. And it's, it's a lot of fun. It is, it's, it's not high pressure. Um, no, not at you, all. You just need to know what to do next. And they explain that to you. And Plenty I think a young person, uh, unexperienced person that wants to get involved there's plenty of people there to help them to walk through it. It's, it's fun. A absolutely. Fun family absolutely. day. I absolutely love it. And that really, you know, kind of tells a lot about the ASRPA, that it's very safety-oriented, family-oriented. It's a fantastic mm-hmm. group. Uh, so tell folks again real quick before we have to run, how could they uh, find out more about ASRPA and the Quasqui whatever centennial uh, <laughs> okay. Washington's Day rifle shoot? www.asrpa.com. That's the Arizona State Rifle and Pistol Association.com. We are the state organization for the National Rifle Association. We've been around since 1907. All of that is on our website. You can find out history, find out what we're doing uh, with our different divisions and everything. And everything you need to know about signing up for this match is on our main page. Fantastic. Thank you so much. We'll send you back to your training today, and uh, we will definitely be seeing you on Sunday, the 19th of February, out there at Ben Avery. I am looking forward to it, and we're just tickled to death to have you guys out there, and God bless America. God bless America, and you as well. Noble C. Hathaway. All right, well, stick around. We have coming up on the other side of some fun Valentine's music and a couple of messages, Mr. Dave Kopp, the president of the AZCDO. When the world seems to shine like you've had too much wine, that's some more Don Collier here, letting you know that you won't get fool's gold at Pot of Gold Auction. They're the genuine article. Pot of Gold auctions off guns, coins, jewelry, and antiques of every kind. Stop in and see my friends Dan and Cheryl Todd in Avondale, Arizona for some live auction action. Or check them out on the web at potofgoldestate.com. Auctions take place the first and third Tuesday of every month and are full of a great mix of antiques, collectibles, jewelry, guns, and coins. Visit our beautiful air-conditioned showroom off the I-10 at Dysart Road at 215 East Western Avenue in historic downtown Avondale. You will find a friendly and knowledgeable staff, comfortable chairs, and we even serve free birthday cake at every auction. Or bid from the comfort of your home at potofgoldestate.com. Don't miss out. Everything is going, going, gone at potofgoldestate.com.
Hey everybody, this is Joey Rocket Shoes Dylan, world champion gunslinger and Hollywood gun coach. In the Westerns, there's always a good guy and a bad guy, and sometimes the ugly guy. And I always root for the good guy, which is why I'm here to tell you about the good folks over at azfirearms.com. They are straight shooters and always give you the best deal in town. azfirearms.com is the biggest little gun shop in Arizona and have something for every single gun enthusiast. Long guns, pistols, hunting, military, law enforcement, home protection, you name it. And when you've got some guns to sell or trade in and trade up, azfirearms.com are the folks to see. Geez, they bought a cannon once. They are family owned and operated, friendly staff, courteous, totally reliable. azfirearms.com will give you the best value for your used guns. So stop in, see my friends Dan and Cheryl Todd at azfirearms.com in Old Town Avondale off the I-10 and Dysart Road and tell them Joey Rocket Shoes Dylan sent you. Welcome back to Gun Freedom Radio, where we engage, we educate, and we inform. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. A little bit of Elvis there with our Valentine's Day music. We are sponsored by azfirearms.com, the biggest little gun shop in Arizona. Well, the theme of our show today is piggybacking on the whole Valentine's Day uh, love theme, sharing the love by getting involved. And our next guest is Dave Kopp. Dave is the president of the Arizona Citizens Defense League, AZCDL, which helps Arizona gun owners face the formidable fight against anti-gun rights groups and legislation that seek to limit our Second Amendment rights. The AZCDL is where grassroots activists take a strong stand, working at the Arizona legislature to get strong pro-rights bills written and passed into law while stopping bad bills. Hey, welcome to the show, Dave. <laughs> hey, Dave, welcome to the show. Dave, I was going to combine your name. I was going to call you Dop. That doesn't work. Dave Cobb, welcome to the show. How you doing, Cheryl? Awesome, awesome. Having a little bit of fun here today. And the stuff that you guys face and spend so much of your time working on is really not fun. Um, but you have been so effective. And I think that we could, you know, point to the AZCDL as one of the key reasons that we as Arizona citizens get to be treated like adults where our gun rights are concerned and uh, enjoy our, our constitutional rights so well. So thank you. Appreciate your your help and your assistance with your work on the radio, and uh, we appreciate everybody who comes down to the Capitol and does their work. Uh, you know, it's a team effort, and uh, we couldn't do it without the members. We couldn't do it without the groups uh, like you, you were down there with us uh, the last couple of years at uh, Second Amendment Foundation's Gun Rights Policy Conference. Mm -hmm. You know, gr groups like that who uh, Second Amendment Foundation puts that show on for free every year, gives all of us a chance to network and get together and, and just breathe for a little while mm -hmm. and, and be with uh, other people who are like-minded, and that is just such a recharge, as I'm sure you know you've been there. And uh, it's really good to be able to, to do that and to, to get that feeling of camaraderie and to know that there's other people out there doing the same thing and, and, I mean, folks like the NRA and our state association, uh, the Arizona State Rifle and Pistol Association, who are down there every day fighting in the trenches with us. Uh, you know, uh, without everybody doing this, without everybody pulling the weight, we wouldn't get it done. So. Well, amen to that. So, you know, the, everybody, I think, is feeling like, well, what's, you know, what are we worried about right now? We've got a, you know, a pro-gun, a pro-rights uh, president that we just elected. So isn't he going to carry the water for a while? Can't we just uh, go have a nap? Well, yeah, we're, we're getting a lot of that now. And, and unfortunately, as good as it is to have a good guy in the White House for a change, it, it, that's not all there is to it. And, uh, you know, in part, that's because we have a federalist system, which is a great thing. And, and thank God for the founders that did that. But the flip side of that coin is the president and Congress and, and the folks in D.C. are not the only 
aspect of, of what we have to deal with. We have basically a duplicated system at every state mm. where we have a governor and a state legislature and state courts that we have to deal with. And so while whatever is going on in D.C. is, is definitely an issue we have to worry about, we have the same kind of thing going on right here in Phoenix that we have to deal with. And so every year, folks in AZCDO, folks in NRA, folks in Arizona State Rifle and Pistol Association have to be down there at our own state capitol dealing with legislation that's coming down the pike, whether it's good stuff that we're pushing or whether it's bad stuff that the other side is pushing, the Mike Bloomberg's and the George Soros's of the world. We have to deal with that right here in our own state. And every year... We've got about roughly 13, 1,400 bills get dropped in the hopper, and somewhere in the neighborhood of 300 of those actually make it to the governor's desk and get signed. And so we have to deal with that process every year, just like they have to do on the federal level, and we have to worry about what's going on right here without any intervention from Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. Right. Bloomberg tried to attack our federal laws and wasn't successful with it, wasn't getting anywhere, so now he's decided we'll go to the state level, which is easier to convince the people, and we'll fight it that way. And we need you there to help with that. I mean, look at California. Do you think they can relax? Mm. How about Washington State, Seattle area, all that? We have to fight. And, you know, you think that, okay, well, we, we knocked them out with the presidential thing, but they're still they're coming back up. we got to be there for them. Well, right? it, you know, this last election, we really dodged a bullet on the federal level. Big but time. The, the last election is also instructive on the state level because folks like Bloomberg won some significant victories. Uh, just look at Nevada, which actually wound up backfiring on them. But Nevada, Bloomberg won a ballot initiative to impose universal background checks, quote-unquote, mm-hmm. which, which is just another word for gun owner registration. <clears throat> they won by half a percentage point. They dumped close to $20 million into that election, mm. won by half a percentage point. But thank God, I don't know whether it was stupid lawyers or dumb luck or what, but the way they worded it, Nevada has what they call a point-of-contact system, which means that their background check system goes through their state police. And their background check initiative was worded in such a way that they required the federal government, the FBI, to do the background checks. And so after the fact, after the background check initiative was passed there, the the FBI said, well, gee, sorry, but your background check law requires you to go through state police, not us, so we won't do it. Ah. So they're not enforcing that law that Bloomberg fought so hard to win. Exactly. Their, Their state attorney general said, well, sorry, the FBI won't do the background checks that your law requires and our state police can't because your law says they can't so (laughs) sorry it can't be enforced but now can they can they charge somebody for transferring a gun because they didn't do something Mm. that there were the law says there it kind of puts you in a spot there well that was basically the attorney general's opinion was that he cannot enforce the law as written because the law requires an enforcement of something that can't be enforced, it therefore you can't hold the citizen accountable. So it's just all nullified. It just nullifies yeah. it out. So we won that battle, but the problem is that now they're educated even more and they're going to fight it harder the next time. Mm-hmm. Well, exactly. You know, a guy like Bloomberg did not become the holder of a $40 billion fortune mm. because he was stupid. Right. He's going to learn from this mistake. Exactly. And so they, you know, like I said, they kind of won in Nevada, even though they had the setback. They won in Washington State again by pumping up the background check law they had already passed. So they, they won with a background check on ammunition in California in the same election. They actually lost in Maine, even though they spent millions of dollars there. They lost by a few percentage points in that election. But they will keep going, and they've said as much after they lost the national election and Trump got into the presidency. They said, well, we're just going to go back to the states. We're going to keep doing more initiatives because, hey, we're winning in those battles. But, you know, you're talking to a lot of people in Nevada because we're at the SHOT Show. I think that this might have woke up some people that normally kept quiet, maybe didn't vote, gun lovers. And so it's going to be a harder battle for them the next time, but that's because we're awake and we need to stay awake and we need to fight these things. We can't think that, oh, somebody else will do it. There's well, not enough Daves to go around to handle it. We all have to get involved. That's one of the 
problems we run into a lot, especially here in Arizona. Folks have this idea, well, we're Arizona and, and we're pro-gun here and this will never happen here. Uh, Mike Bloomberg is going to at least try to prove us wrong. And we are, of course, going to try to make sure he doesn't. But we can't go into it with the attitude that, hey, we're just going to win because Arizona. Yeah. That's not the way that works. We almost have to be like we're in a, a fighting, a boxing round in a <laughs> ring, and we knocked him down. But we got to be ready for him to get back up again yeah. so we can fight some more. We can't turn our back and say we won. Well, and that's the thing is that, you know, people move here every day from states where you know, California or Washington or where they are accustomed to voting a certain way, why do they? Th- why do we think that they're just going to magically have a, a different way of voting just because they've crossed into Arizona? Well, and I, I myself am an import from New York. I came here 23 years ago, but I was bound to determine not to see a place like this turn into a place like that. Mm-hmm. And this is always a question that you have to ask yourself is, are the people coming here people like me? Mm-hmm. We want to preserve our, our Second Amendment rights. We want to make sure that our way of life stays the same. Or are they people like the Nancy Pelosi's of the world who want to turn this state into that state? Exactly. So <laughs> you know, yeah. it's an important question to ask yourself. What kind of people are we getting? Yeah. Well, and that the other thing that I really hear you saying and hear us talking about is, you know, you are, you know, the president of the Arizona uh, Citizens Defense League, but you just cited all kinds of things going on in all kinds of other states, which means you've got your radar up and you're paying attention to other states. Why? Because what happens in one state affects other states. And even the listeners who, who are listening to us today who are not in Arizona, you know, you've got to stay awake. You've got to pay attention and you can help support states that you don't even reside in. So the, the AZCDL, you guys are a bunch of volunteers. You run off of, of donation dollars. Uh, tell us a little bit about how if somebody wanted to, to, to donate some money and, and help with the fight, that they could do that. Well, everything goes through the website. Uh, if you go to our website, which is www.azcdl.org, O-R-G, uh, you can find out anything, how to join um, how to get involved, how to get on our alerts list, how to track legislation. It's all on the website. And so uh, that's basically how you get involved with us, is to go there. You can learn all about our history, how we got started, what we've accomplished over the years. It's all on the website. And so uh, you're right. Yeah, you have to stay involved. You have to stay focused. And you have to know what's going on everywhere else. Uh, these laws, these bad gun laws are like a cancer. Uh, they spread. You know, they may start in California, they may start in Massachusetts or Maryland or New York, but they will spread. And you've got to get a hold of them, you've got to latch onto them, you've got to stomp on them before they grow. So, So you know, if we let it happen, it will. We cannot be apathetic. So true. And we're going to have to wrap up, but if uh, you want to maybe meet Dave or listen to him give a live speech, you are, Dave's going to actually be at the Second Amendment rally. At the Arizona State Capitol, which is 1700 West Washington Street in Phoenix, that is next Saturday, February 18th. Uh, the rally's between noon and 2. When are you going to be speaking, Dave? Uh, whenever they put me up. <laughs> <laughs> when they point to the stage and yeah. turn your mic on, right? Pretty much, yeah. I love it. Well, thank you so much for taking time on, on this Saturday to come in and, and talk to us about, you know, such important things. We've got to stay awake and we've got to support the people that are supporting us. That is the AZCDL President Dave Kopp. Thanks, folks. Thanks so much. All right. Well, stick around because we have another person who's out there fighting the battle in another state, New Mexico, coming up right on the other side of these messages, Tara Micha of the NRA. Stick around. We're all sensitive people. 
And we're back with Cheryl Todd talking about the huge gun buying event at azfirearms.com. Oh, AZ, I get it, as in Arizona. Yes, but... Oh, or AZ, as in everything from A to Z. Well, yes, that too. But what I'm telling everybody about is that azfirearms.com is having a huge gun buying event to buy your old firearms all across Arizona and everything from A to Z. That's great news. See, my grandpa left me an old shotgun and it's just sitting on a closet shelf at home. So I can bring that into azfirearms.com and sell my gun? Absolutely. azfirearms.com buys, sells, trades, and even consigns your old firearms. Any vintage, any style, military, long guns, handguns, hunting, or home protection. Single items or entire collections. We offer the highest value for your used firearms in a safe and friendly environment, staffed by knowledgeable people. azfirearms.com is Knolltown Avondale off I-10 and Dysart Road. Come on down to the huge gun buying event every day through the end of the month at the biggest little gun shop in Arizona. And for all your firearm and ammo needs, visit azfirearms.com. I'm Rob Morse from the Self-Defense Gun Stories podcast. Each week we share stories about men and women who saved lives. Now I am asking you to be a lifesaver as well. The Second Amendment Foundation protects our rights to keep and bear arms. They defend our rights in courts from coast to coast. Today, they need our help. Please go to saf.org and join the Second Amendment Foundation. That's saf.org. Be a part of the gold rush and head on down to see my friends at Potty Gold Auctions in Avondale, Arizona. Or check out the auction online at pottygoldstate.com. These folks auction off guns, coins, jewelry, and antiques of every kind. Everything is going, going, gone. So you best hurry and tell them Don Cogger sent you. Cause honey, nothing, nothing can ever change this love I have for you. Welcome back to Gun Freedom Radio. Man, it's hard to want to talk over that. It's one of my favorite songs. Got a little bit of fun music today for Valentine's Day coming up. Tying into our theme today, which is sharing the love by getting involved. So you're listening to Gun Freedom Radio, where we engage, we educate, and we inform. We are sponsored by azfirearms.com, your nationwide hometown gun shop. I think they've got some uh, Valentine's gifts there, too, right? Where's that? Oh, at AZ Firearms? How to better say you love someone than to give them a Glock. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I love it. Actually, don't we always say you don't do you don't go shopping for someone else? Nope. Give them a gift certificate or take them out on a shopping date and let them pick the gun that's right for them. Absolutely. Right? Well, we are glad you're here with us today. And if you missed any part of this show or any of our shows, be sure to check out our website, Gun Freedom Radio, where we host a recording of every single one of our shows. You just click the On Demand tab. And all of the recordings are there. We also have a a guest tab that you could click and you'll be able to see a picture so you, of each of our guests. So you can kind of put a face with a voice and a little bio on everybody and links to their Facebook page, their web page, that sort of thing. So it's a great resource. Well, our next guest is Tara Mitcha. Tara is the NRA lobbyist for New Mexico. Tara has been lobbying for Second Amendment rights nationwide for more than two decades. And recently in Texas, Tara played a key role in helping pass campus carry legislation in that state. This year, she is spending a lot of time in the New Mexico Roundhouse fighting a pair of Bloomberg gun control bills that would criminalize virtually every private firearms transfer in the state. Tara, are you with us? Yes, I am, Cheryl. Thank you so much for having me on. Oh, absolutely. And my husband is my my co-host here, Dan. He's with us as well. Hey, Tara, thanks for all the good work you're doing. Thank you, too, Dan, for having me on. Absolutely. And I want to be sure that I have not butchered your first or last name. No, you got it right. You're one of the few. (laughs) Oh, fantastic. All right. Well, so, you know, we were just on with uh, Dave Kopp, who's the president of the Arizona Citizens Defense League. And so we were talking about, you know, some of the battle is fighting apathy, you know, people feeling like, oh, we've got a good pro-gun president, so we don't have to worry about it. He'll carry the water. 
And some of it is coming from the other direction where we've got these activists with a bunch of money, like seems like an unlimited amount of money, like Michael Bloomberg trying to eat away at, at our culture and 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 turn guns into something ugly and evil and bad. And so what is going on in New Mexico that you're dealing with? Well, this really all started um, back during the election cycle here in the land of enchantment. Um, New Mexico kind of took a different turn than the rest of the country. Uh, The Republicans lost control of the House here. Uh, Both chambers of the legislature are controlled by, um, I I would term them progressive Democrats, with Mm -hmm. a propensity to support gun control and Bloomberg's agenda. Um, So really, this project started during the election cycle last year. We saw Bloomberg put $100,000 into state legislative races here before November 8th. And then another, I think it was Mm. 50,000 post-election into PACs run by uh, the now majority party out here. So they they made quite an investment in the elections last year. And I spent a lot of time on the ground pointing these facts out to our members and, and told them to get ready for session when it started in January because it was going to be ugly. Mm. And it's it's proving to be. And how it is it is. And how odd that that New Mexico, you know, we think about Nevada, Arizona, where we're sitting uh, New Mexico, we, Texas, you know, this is sort of, you know, you think, you know, the Wild West sort of mindset, you know, where, you know, we're very independent minded and we just want to make our own way in the world and we don't want the government intruding on, you know, how we uh, defend our homes and our families. And then what's going on there in New Mexico? What has caused it to lean so far that it's not even just liberal necessarily, but you, you think even progressively liberal? Yes. Um, Well, I I think Bloomberg has targeted the Western states um, and in part because a lot of Western states have initiative and referendum. You probably are aware of the ballot measure on this same topic of criminalizing private firearm transfers. Mm -hmm. They financed a a ballot measure in Nevada, which passed by less than one one percent of the vote Mm. um, on November 8th there. So he's got the money to spend and invest in states that have the initiative and referendum process. And then we've noticed that uh, in Western states with legislative chambers that go, I don't want to say Democratic, I I will say progressive, that he'll target those for heavy legislative activity. And, and that New Mexico falls into that latter category. They don't have initiative and referendum here. But there was a sea change in control of the legislative chamber. So it, it makes it an easy target. And um, they've hired between <clears throat> Bloomberg and Americans for Responsible Solutions, which is Gabby Giffords and Mark Kelly's group, They've hired seven contract lobbyists uh, here to work these private gun transfer ban bills. Uh, Contract lobbyists, hired guns don't come cheap. Mm -hmm. So they made an investment in the elections. They're making a heavy investment in on-the-ground activity in in the legislative chamber. So uh, it's quite a battle shaping up. So, you know, we always try to help empower people with like just little pegs they can put in their their memory bank so you know i say Mm -hmm. if somebody comes to you and they say you know it's for the children you know the minute you feel that little heart tug that should check you to say ah wait a minute somebody wants something from me here and i should go educate myself and not just you know be led down the primrose path or common sense gun reform you know what what does that mean exactly i think i have common sense but what do you mean by gun reform? You know, so what can we help people who are in New Mexico right now? What are some of those little things that that can make them go, well, wait a minute, this, even though this Gabby Gifford thing has this, 
you know, fancy name that just sounds like, well, why wouldn't I be for this name that she, which I've already forgotten. Um, but how do we help them guard themselves against the, the manipulation is what it really is. Sure. I, well, I think gun owners need to familiarize themselves with the actual content of the bills in question. Don't believe how the media is portraying them. You know, follow NRA ILA's alert. Get on our website and learn about the true content of the bills because mm-hmm. they're being, like you said, portrayed as common sense measures um, that would restrict uh Firearm sales between strangers who have no idea what each other's criminal histories are, that is totally not the case. These bills, as they were introduced, uh, would have required you to go to a licensed dealer, fill out paperwork, go through a background check, pay a fee, pretty much for every time you wanted to transfer a gun, even to somebody you knew, even to certain family members. Mm-hmm. So that, that that's much further reaching than the advocates of the bill are are talking about. The advocates of the bill are pointing to online sales. They're pointing to gun shows without providing any evidence that there's illegal firearm sales at gun shows. But what they're really doing is affecting your ability to sell or lend your private property, your personal firearms, to non-immediate family members, friends, neighbors, coworkers, fellow gun club members, with very few exceptions. Mm-hmm. So educating yourself on the content of the bill, of the bills, if you're a New Mexico resident and gun owner, um, in short, the bills are going to cost you time, money, and freedom if you don't get involved. And they're not going to do anything to target the criminal element. Exactly. Which is part of the reason the New Mexico Sheriff's Association all 33 sheriffs in the state are vehemently opposed to these bills. Well, that should tell you something right there because sheriffs work for the people. They don't work for the bureaucracy, right? Right. They're elected and they would be the ones charged with enforcing these, these private gun transfer bans. And they've testified repeatedly before legislative committees that these laws are unenforceable Mm -hmm. or would be unenforceable. Two people that, um, go to a range to shoot in New Mexico if this law passed, and one person said to the other, here, shoot my gun, that would be an illegal transfer, wouldn't it? Well, here's where it gets really complicated, and and the devil's in the details, okay? So there was an exemption in the original bills for um, exchanges which took place exclusively at a shooting range, okay? Mm -hmm. So what you described would not involve going to an FFL to properly transfer the gun. However, if you wanted to loan your friend your gun, but you didn't plan on going to the range with him, Mm -hmm. you would have had to go to an FFL so that 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 person could transfer the, right, could properly acquire the gun, transport it to the range, use it, and return it to you. Yeah. Well, we have to run. Unfortunately, the time has passed, but thank you, Tara, so much for coming on and helping us understand a little bit more about what is going on in New Mexico and help people wake up. You've got to stay aware, awake, and informed. And tell us again the the name of the website, the address of the website, so people can uh, spend some time on there and educate themselves. Sure. Uh, The bill numbers, real quick, are House Bill 50 and Senate Bill 48, and you can read more about them on NRA ILA's website. That's www.nraila.org. Awesome. Very good. Please call call your legislators. Urge them to oppose those bills. Absolutely. And thank you so much for the work that you're doing out there, Tara. Thank you for having me on. Absolutely. You too. Tara? Mitcha of the NRA. All right. Well, we are about to break and come back into our second hour of Gun Freedom Radio. We've got three more awesome guests coming up who really are showing the love by getting involved. You don't have-
When you're working hard to beat debt, you've got to think of creative ways to get your income up. Here's an idea. Sell some stuff at auction. Start with locally owned and operated potofgoldestate.com. The owners, Dan and Cheryl Todd, have over 60 years of combined experience in selling antiques, collectibles, guns, coins, and jewelry. And over their many years in business, they've earned the trust of thousands of people just like you. Whether you're saving for a rainy day emergency fund or paying down debt, let potofgoldestate.com help you get the extra cash you need. Potofgoldestate.com will purchase your items outright, or you can consign them to their twice-a-month online auction. Pot of Gold's nationwide online auction is a great place to get top dollar for your collectibles. They specialize in everything from antiques, coins, high-end collectibles, to cars, boats, guns, and more. Get started today at potofgoldestate.com, or visit them off I-10 and Dysart Road in Historic Avondale for some live auction action. For more information, visit potofgoldestate.com. That's potofgoldestate.com. Hey ladies, Cheryl Todd here from azfirearms.com. Many of us ladies are taking the important step of becoming responsibly armed, but it can be an intimidating process. And with all the politics swirling, a first-time gun buyer, whether a guy or a lady, might feel uncertain about where to begin and who to trust. At azfirearms.com, we are a small, friendly, family-owned shop that specializes in first-time gun buyers. We are staffed with knowledgeable people who are ready to help answer all of your questions. My husband and Dan and I pride ourselves on having a safe, no-pressure environment. Once you have decided on a purchase, azfirearms.com partners with professional firearms instructors who will train you to become a responsible, safe, prepared, and proficient gun owner. So ladies and gents, when you are looking for personalized service and a huge selection, come to azfirearms.com in Old Town Avondale off the I-10 and Dysart Road or visit us on the web at azfirearms.com. 